Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. And uh, the audio isn't working right off of the computer. We're off to a great start. We're off, we're off to a great start here. I mean, I, I got I got the I got the clip queued up. I got everything turned on, and then just crickets. I had the clip queued up of just the most you know wild finish to an NBA game so far this season. So let me restart the computer here and see if we can get it running. That 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 won't bother. That's Norman Locke. Doctor Trolls in the house. It's Thursday. I'm Scott Prather. But we got a lot to get into from uh, signing day to the New Orleans Bowl, to UL, to LSU, to the Saints, to the Cowboys, to the NFL, to Urban Meyer. You know, based on the season they've had, we haven't really led with the Pelicans this year unless it's bad news, you know, regarding Zion or something. You have an ending like you had last night. I know from a national standpoint, it was all about the Lakers and who the fans call Hillbilly Kobe and Reeves and all this other stuff. (laughs) Whatever. That ending to the Pelicans-Thunder game, I don't care what their records are. Norm, that's that's the craziest 4.6 seconds of time in an NBA game that I can remember, just the improbability of it. That's the type of games that I want to be at. Like, that's that's the games that you pay the ticket price and, you know, you wasn't expecting. It's not, it's, I feel like games like that are better than a close win. Well, it, it's it's... Really, if you're not a fan of either team, it was just a bad movie with an incredible ending that, like, makes up for the fact that, you know, the the plot had some holes in it. You know, it wasn't the best acting performances. There were a couple of strong ones, you know, Brandon Ingram. But, uh, but holy bleep, that ending. Oh, my God, you got to go see this movie. Like, that was that game last night. The the Thunder fans in attendance were all, the, their faces were, like, the best part of the whole thing. They were just, we were, I, I was in utter shock, but. God, dude. I, yeah, again, back to back shots were just like because once Twitter erupted, and it was like, man, shot, 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 shot. It's like, why? Why? There's a meme going around. That's <laughs> there's a guy with a pelican hat on talking to to Jesus. And it's like you give your your toughest battles to us. That's right. And Jesus is responding like, and you're still alive. <laughs> you made it this far. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like. Why are we always the number one hit on Twitter when it comes to being embarrassed? Just seems like it's always the Pelicans. It was a game where you <laughs> thought you bought the win. Willie Green, to his credit, he played the end of the game right. I've seen too many Pelicans coaches over the years not foul when there's okay, there's eight seconds left. They need three to tie. Foul, turn it into a game. And they made their free throw. So they did it twice to the point where OKC didn't have any timeouts left. And, you know, they used their last one and you're going to foul again. And it's like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. I've seen too many coaches not do it, right? right. I don't care if it's not aesthetically pleasing to the eye. You know, more times than not, you're going to win. So just do the right thing. Well, he chose to do the right thing. They go through the cycle of you make free throws, they make free throws, they foul again, Pelicans make free throws, OKC calls their last time out. They pass it in to Shea Gildress-Alexander, and Temple goes to foul him. Just whiffs. And Alexander's like, let me try to get just a, 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 Elevate, hail, a yeah, hail Mary three to where maybe they blow the whistle and I get three free throws. But he basically threw like, he wasn't... He threw the ball from 33 feet away like he was throwing an alley-oop. It like the way you was like a fadeaway. But it was like a line drive, though. It wasn't like he got any, like, arc on it. It was just like a... 
He threw it like it was a baseball well, nah, or something. Nah, he had some swag on it. Yeah, I got to give it to him. He had some swag. I saw the leg flip up. He had some swag You're on talking it. About, I'm talking about the actual basketball. Yeah, but I'm saying it, it had a little, it had some swag on it. I just it. thought it, it was just, it, it was a shot that should not go. I mean, it was, it was, it, it was like, lucky. It was all net, though. It was, it was an awesome shot. It was a lucky shot. Well, I can't say it was It was, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was lucky. He wasn't even trying to make it. It was on net. Sure. I just got to give it to him. I'm not saying it wasn't. Are you suggesting it wasn't a lucky shot? Yeah, I mean, it was both. It was, it was two back-to-back very, very lucky shots. As but, I tweeted last night right after, one lucky shot deserves another. Correct. Because, but I'm just saying, if, if I'm going to go with the swoosh over the bank, I'm going to say the swoosh heck, took a little bit more skill than the bank. I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even care. We're not. Yeah, gonna, no, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you yeah, about yeah, it. It's yeah, fine. Just, it was a lucky shot. It was a swish. I'm and just he got give him some credit. And and as a Pelicans fan, you're like, you're going to go to overtime. You're going to lose this game. Lose you this missed. Game. You missed. You know what felt like fifty freaking free throws. You're going to waste this Brandon Ingram performance. You're going to lose another one to a bad team. Another one bites the dust. No time. <laughs> no, the Pels had no timeouts. They just inbound it with like 1.6 seconds. And Devontae Graham jumps up high over Kenrich Williams and just throws this Hail Mary heave from 61 feet away. He had some swag on it too, though. Banked it in. See, you don't play 2K. You don't play 2K. No. All right, so those type of shots don't happen a lot in 2K, like the 61-foot shot. happen a lot in life. But you can literally, when it comes off the wrist, you can feel it. You can feel it. And when it came off his wrist... I felt it. I don't. I don't know what it. Same with Shaw. I was like, oh no, he gonna make this. Squat. I was like, only the Pelicans. But then when he inbound the bar, Graham took. I'm watching the ball fly slow motion. Like he gonna make this. See, I didn't do any of that. I didn't have time this. to process any of it. I went from like, okay, what what. Yeah. Oh my god! It was like it was just. I was still processing. So he was the watching dumb the whole thunder game. shot. I was just watching the jump thunder shot. Got and the then notification. It went in, over. and then, and then, like, <clears throat> before I could get down in the dumps, which I typically do as a Pels fan, I was just in utter shock and, like, I can't, I can't freaking believe it. Yeah, see, I flipped I can't, it over. I can't believe Once it. Once I got the notification, they're starting to play, they're playing the replays. I'm like, oh, what? Just the Pelicans. And then, boom! Ha ha! That was wild, dude. Absolutely awesome. wild. I'm glad to see the Pelicans on a, on a good side. And then, you know, I start sending the clip around to my friends like, hey, look, look what Graham did. You know what they start sending me back? The record. <laughs> the record? The, the Pelicans record. Oh, so, so hey, I was who like, cares? Yeah, I was like, oh. Dang. Yeah, and so I didn't say I didn't say this is the championship. Yeah, but it still hurts. It hurts. Just enjoy. You got to learn to enjoy the moments when they come. When you're a Pelicans fan, like you said, it's like, you, you know, you, you you go into battle and you come out just beaten to shreds the majority of the time. Whenever you get a TKO, no matter how improbable, you just got to take it. You got to take it. You got to enjoy it. Speaking of uh, fighting, Dustin Poirier, there was talk, oh, is he going to retire? He starts calling out Nate Diaz last night on Twitter. So <laughs> I don't think he's out of the fight game, you guys. He just, you know what I love about, one of the things I love about <coughs> MMA is like one word, can just set off like the beginning of a build to a fight. All he did was just tweet Nathaniel question mark, and then it was on. And then Diaz responds, and boy, he's like, "I'll fight you right now." And he's like, "You don't want to get your ass two twice, you know?" I'm like, I'd get, "Sign me up. This is great. If you do it right, man, 
if you do it right, you can uh, you can build a fight. So that's still happening. Also, speaking of violence, um, Urban Meyer, a man who likes to uh, kick it, was kicked last night out in the least surprising news of the NFL season. Uh, I'll say it was surprising that it happened that way, 1130 at night at our time. And I, is, I, is there an Eastern time? So he got fired today. But it'll been the what? Word just got out to the to the to like Schefter and them at like midnight. But I, I a year ago at this time, I remember taking calls, and I admit that I was wrong about it. But I was I was right. So I was wrong in that when people started calling saying, "Hey, Urban Meyer, there's this talk. You think he's gonna go to Jacksonville?" I'm like, "No, like why would he go to Jacksonville?" <laughs> the guy has no. And my reason, my I still think as much as you'll probably want to you know, pee on it. I think my reason was very sound. It was, why would this guy who has a pattern of absolute power where he's been at Utah, Florida, and Ohio State, and some of those stops have had some controversy, a lot of which he was able to skate by because he won a lot, and then finally it caught up with him in Ohio State. But, like, why would he go to the NFL where he has zero experience, he's in his late 50s and he has been a college coach that loves to play the role of dictator like why would he go to the nfl and they're like oh you know first round pick i'm like i don't care about all of that i don't care what team it is like why would he go to the nfl and they're like just watch i was wrong i was wrong he ended up taking the job january of last year but i was right when i said fine he could take it it's not going to work he lasted 13 games (laughs) His players hated him. His coaching staff hated him. He He's known for, you know, not, not, going to Columbus on a bye week and grinding on a co-ed at, let, at a bar named after him. He's known for fi- kicking his kicker. Now, this is why I'm going to stop you like I stopped Lynn. All right. Him grinding at the bar with a co-ed under a picture of him and his wife is a non-football thing. And he can do that if he chooses I didn't to do say, that. I didn't say anything about football. I'm saying this is what he has been known for in the last few months. And that is one of the things he has been known for. I'm not looking down on that. That's, I am. First of all, as, as a man, I am. I'm, I'm not as looking a committed down on that. I'm not, not going to uh, judge him. Only the Lord you don't, can judge you, him. You don't have to judge him. I'm, I'm just not, saying. I don't want to judge him. This is what he has been known for the last few weeks. That I'm kicking the his... kicker, blaming everyone on his staff, looking. I didn't even watch. The only Scott, Jags game I saw this year. We're not losers. Who? He said the assistant coaches were losers. They only won two games. Is he a loser? The, he didn't talk about himself. Oh, no, he did. He did talk about himself. He said, I'm a winner. Yes. Go read the report. He is a winner. No. He is you a winner. guys are losers. losers. I'm a winner. He didn't lie. Those guys are just sensitive. He didn't lie. Yeah, you know. You, you, you he didn't lie. You, you're, you're, you, even, even, he didn't you, lie. even you are reaching here. He didn't lie. Even all all I'm saying is he didn't lie. Taking no responsibility as a head coach when everyone on your team hates you and you're losing is a quick way out of town. The two worst things that Urban Meyer did, in my opinion, was the mismanagement of Trevor Lawrence and the offense. I think that's number one because he came in having Travis Etienne play wide receiver. I think that was the red flags for me. All before the season started, that was the biggest red flag to me. Like you making him take most of the snaps at wide receiver – Okay, I mean, Alvin Kamara catches 81 passes a year playing running back. He doesn't line up at wide receiver. So that was the biggest red flag. Two, uh, 
you, you bring the guys on WWE during the training camp and you, you bring in Tim Tebow. All AEW. this is pre Tim Tebow. There's another all, one. This is all preseason that I had the problems with. Everything that happened throughout the season, I think it's just a combination of him losing. If he was going grind on somebody at after a game and they're winning, that's not a problem. If he called his assistant coaches losers after losing one game, it's not a problem. If he kicks allegedly kicks the kicker and like, hey guy, kick make your kicks, but I mean, he ain't make his kicks. So I mean He did it allegedly in the preseason, so that's that's dumb. Two, those other things don't happen if you're winning. Right? He's probably not trying to get away from his team because he's in this untenable situation that he hates after they lose on a Thursday night game. Um no. The guy the guy the guy never was gonna make it in the pros. It's the least surprising story of the season. And Shad Khan, what a giant misfire. You get the number one overall pick. You spend millions on these new facilities. Seem to be doing a lot of stuff right. And you decide that Urban Meyer is going to be your head coach. I mean, he lasted as long as Bobby Petrino did in the NFL. Did you? No, no. Back I mean, Petrino, Petrino won, game, won a few more games with Joey Harrington as his quarterback. Scott. Do you really think he kicked that kicker hard enough for the kicker to to really be talking about? Don't assault me. I don't know. It's not my as you said. It's not my place to judge. But I'm, I'm asking you a question though. I'm not asking you to judge. I think. Him. I, I think. You, I you, think. I think if you kick someone when they're sitting down and you're in a professional environment, especially if it's somebody you don't like and they're in a position of power, I think that's. I think that's bad. Okay, so I I, 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 I hear all the caveats because I'm just like you know, if you were if you were in this building at work one day and no, and, and somebody no somebody that is you know a manager not me someone you don't know because I might do it because you annoy me <laughs> but somebody just kicked you and was like I'm tired of what you said on the air and just like walked away I don't that's, even but care that's if it's totally different yeah. from the the context of football and and. Everybody you you can't kick a player, Glenn, Norm. This uh, is 2021. Scott, Stop Scott, it. Stop I've, it. I've, I've played football. The football players who play football, you're stretching on the ground, and the coach is walking by. Yes, he's hit you with your foot. Like, hey, you're going to get a pick today? You're going to get a tackle today? No, hey, you're going to make your kicks on. today? You don't you, you don't actually think that's what happened. I think that's what happened with, with like, you perfectly no. uh, elaborated no. on no. oh you have a guy who you don't like he's in position of power he doesn't do that. Well, man if you're playing football your football coach comes by kicking, and nudge you if he was like, kick, you first of all everyone's kicking Urban while he's down right now if he was just if that was just something he did all the time you don't think somebody else would be like that's come on he kicks us before games man, I, I'm Give just saying it's, it probably was a love tap man no. he's just he's a wuss you're reaching he's a wussy no, I tell he's you a wussy, man. I tell you he's a wuss he's a wuss Meyer who can't handle losing a wuss, man. That dude. The only time I watched the Jags play this year was in the preseason against the Saints. And Meyer was, the, the look on his face was of like a guy that was passing a kidney stone or something. I mean, he looked miserable. And it's the preseason game. Guy was never going to make it, ever. Because he don't make his kicks. Right. No, I got it. Obviously, got it. he don't make his kicks. <laughs> what are you talking about? You say he was cut before the before no oh, no oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Urban Meyer oh well, me too well, no I mean, he I said he wasn't going to make it it was obvious I was talking about Urban Meyer and how he looked on the sideline during a preseason game oh well. you just you just actually thought Meyer was gonna be good and you're just trying no, to I just never trying. thought that you're just, you're I just said sitting here defending he, him the only thing I defended is his off the season I mean his off the field antics of him grinding on a co-ed 
under a picture of him and his wife. Well, yeah, but that's not, that's, first of all. That's, that's the only thing I defended. You see, I'm defending Urban Meyer. Yeah, you're the, just defending him kicking a guy. Because I don't feel like he, it was so, a 5 oh, so out of now, 10. So now, it was so a now 5 out of 10. Oh, you wuss. Now you're defending. You see, you are defending him you kicking wuss. players. It was a 5 out of 10. Only thing, would you keep your feet on the ground? You wuss. Make your kicks. Make your kicks. Make your kicks. Make your kicks. You, so you're you so you're good with that. You say, oh, you miss kick. Coach needs to kick you. I didn't say that. Make your kicks. That's what I said. Make All your right. kicks. You're making an excuse for him kicking a guy. Make your kicks. Kicking a guy. You make an excuse for him good. having fun. Good. Yeah, during, during warm-ups in August in the preseason. Make your kicks. How many kicks can you miss in 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 the preseason? Enough to not enough for Urban no. to have to tell let me. You tell know. me. Tell me. You want to go look the Jags' first preseason game and see what Josh Lambeau's stat line was? What was it? I have no idea. <laughs> Neither do you. That's the point. Because yeah, you're you're acting, you can make you're acting, kicks. You're acting like this guy just has a history of just missing kicks all the time. Stop it, Norm. This is a reach. Even for you, this is a, this is a major reach. All I know, Meyer is, is a loser. He is at the NFL level. He is, and his assistant coaches are too. So that wasn't a lie that he said. That's all I'm saying. Bobby, see, Bobby Petrino, when he was in Atlanta, was an utter failure, and there are some college coaches that they can't connect with the NFL. Joey Harrington told a story about the the GM in Atlanta when Petrino told him he was leaving after only 13 games. He just walked into his office and said, I'm going, uh, I'm going, I'm taking the Arkansas job. <laughs> and that was it. And he said, uh, you know, I wish it would have worked out. And then he was walking out and, and the GM said, wait a minute. Like your staff, who, by the way, couldn't stand Bobby Petrino. Like your staff's been working like for the last 28 hours straight since that Monday night loss. They've been implementing this game plan that you said they have to implement. You're not even going to tell him? Like, you're not even going to tell him? And he's like, okay, I guess, I guess, I guess I will. And apparently he walked in. Hugh Jackson and some others, there were a number of guys on the staff that had a long history in the NFL. He's like, hey, guys, I'm going to Arkansas. Sorry, wish it would have worked out. And just, and they're like, wait, you're not going to tell players? He's like, okay, I guess I'll write a letter. Can you just make a copy and put it in all their lockers? Joey Harrington, on, on behalf of the team one day, Work done. Other guys went to him. They're like, "Listen, we're this this coach is trying to install like 150. He he is installing 120 or no? I'm sorry. What did Harrington say? 1,200 like plays a week, and we're running six offensive plays a game. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, can you as a quarterback go talk to him and just say maybe you know this is how we feel because you're the quarterback? He's like, yeah, sure. So we went and talked to him. He said. He thought he had this great talk with Petrino. Like, Petrino's looking at him like, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so that's how the players feel. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll tailor it. We'll tailor. That's what he said. And so Joey's like, all right. This, this, this guy, I went better than I thought since he never talks to us. I've never really actually talked to him because he... And then um, turns out, like, an hour later, he went into a room of all his assistant coaches, screamed and cursed at all of them and said... What the bleep? How come you can't get our quarterback? How come you can't get our players ready? They don't even want to play. All you guys suck. Couldn't tell Harrington to his face anything. Couldn't talk to his players. Blamed his assistants. Sound familiar? Did the assistants suck? Some of them have had great careers. 
Okay. So, I mean... Maybe he was wrong, but guess some what? Of them Urban, have had, some of them have had some really good careers. You you might be right. Urban Meyer, to this point, is not wrong about assistant coaches. That, and losers. The, so I'm, the, just, I'm sorry. I'm just giving the other side of the cookie. I mean, the, I No. The, the reality is some coaches are... They can do it in college. They cannot do it in the pros. They don't know how to relate. They well, don't know how to deal with it. The com- Urban Meyer and his assistant coaches are losers. At least... At least I can give you that. At least I can give you that. Um, Charlie Strong. So you think Charlie Strong's a loser? No. Daryl Bevel, is he a loser? Yes. Brian Schottenheimer? Yes. These guys have had success other places. You know that. Like I just said, Urban Meyer and his assistant coaches for the Jacksonville Jaguars are all losers. All of them. All of them. Urban Meyer and his assistant coaches are all losers. I bet you most. I bet you all those assistants have won more games in the NFL than Urban Meyer has. So who's the biggest loser? I mean, if you, like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about this season. I'm, I'm, or, talking, no, I'm talking about like in, in their general, whole their whole career. Oh, probably so because I mean he's he's only coached in one season. Correct. He's only coached in one season. So all these other guys that have been there for a while are losers, but he's. Not well, I mean, if loser. they if they were so good, they would have gotten the head coaching spot over him, but they You're didn't. Not putting enough emphasis on the power of the head coach. You you're not putting enough emphasis on the losers. Like I mean, they were so great and all had all these wins, Scott. They would have been up for the head coaching job, but they wasn't. Urban Meyer did what he did at the collegiate level, collegiate, and tried to transfer to NFL. Didn't work. But again, everybody's want to rain on the Urban Parade and get their their rocks off. But all I'm gonna say is, uh, hey, in the sum of his antics, I I see what I see what he was doing. That's all I'm saying. I see what he's doing. The guys with losers. You're going to end up working for Norm one day. Here you go. Losers. If you're assistant coach, if I'm losing, then we all lose. He you lose told too. them, I'm a winner. I don't lose. You guys are losers. Come on, dude. You're going to defend that? Losers. All right, I got the audio. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get back to something. Let's get back to a winner. A game winner. This is the New Orleans Pelicans radio network. My guy, Todd Graffinini. The ending of the Pels Thunder game, 4.5 seconds of basketball time. You'll hear Alexander's shot from 30 feet, which Norm just was getting aroused over, talking about how great it was. The luckiest shot. It was, it was a nice shot. It was the second to luckiest shot. It was a nice shot. And then Devontae Graham from 61 feet, which was the longest game winning shot in over a quarter of a century in the NBA. Giddy will float it into Shea, and he throws up a three from 37 feet. Nothing but net. Temple was trying to foul him. They didn't call it. Inbound to Devontae. Three-quarter court. Good if it goes. He baked it in. He baked it in. He baked it in. The Pelicans have won. By the most improbable shot you can even think of. Back-to-back improbable shots. And the Pels win it 113-110, and they are running off the floor and getting the heck out of Dodge. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Todd, man. Getting the heck out of Dodge. You know what I love about Todd? He gets so emotional on the mic. You can just hear the angst in his voice when Alexander makes it. It takes him like a second to even say what happened. Because he's yeah. I mean, the guy. The guy has followed this team like daily for years. So like he's 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 been through the ringer, Norm, and he's just like 
Just listen to the pause after Alexander makes it. You can just feel his his his. I'm, I'm watching the clip too, and I'm looking at you hating on this this shot glitches Alexander shot too. It's okay. You said it was a line drive. It was a lucky shot. It really wasn't a line drive it was too. A lucky I'm looking shot. at it too. It had a lot of arc on it. Just lucky shot. I think we're actually agreeing. It was a lucky shot. Giddy will float it into Shea, and he throws up a three from 37 feet. Nothing but net. Temple was trying to foul him. They didn't call it. Inbound to Devontae. Three-quarter court. Good if it goes. He baked it in. He baked it in. He baked it in. The Pelicans have won. By the most improbable shot you can even think of. Back-to-back improbable shots. And the Pels win it 113-110, and they are running off the floor and getting the heck out of Dodge. For anyone that missed it, didn't see it, you can go to ESPN Lafayette. You can see the improbable shot. You can read the latest on Poirier, on Urban Meyer's firing, on the latest Saints injury report, how you can get tickets to the New Orleans Bowl, which right now... Not enough people have, apparently. I, I don't know what kind of crowd um, there's going to be Saturday night, but I, I don't. I, Billy Ferrante might be disappointed. 27 after the hour, 7 o'clock. We're going to dig into that. All right, Norm. There was a little arc on the shot. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like I said, it's okay. I, I hey, a little head in you, know what I'm saying? Graham's, all right. Graham's shot was better. It was longer. It, it, was, was, it, was, it was the game winner. Was, yeah, exactly. So there, so there you go. See? Obvious things, like Urban Meyer being a loser at the pro level. With, with the coaches. At the pro level. With the coaches. With This is the coaches. Can Jacksonville be good consistently if they hire the right coach? I just think, I don't think so. I think, you know, it's just too much great football lineage in Florida. I just feel like they'll always be little brother. I just, you know, I don't think they'll ever be able to, supersede the Dolphins. I don't think they'll be able to yeah, supersede But can they be the consistently Bucks? good? I don't think so. I mean, they had their the little spurt. What? In like, no, no. They had one year in 2017. No, 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 no. I'm saying before then. They had a, they had, um, in the 90s, they were yeah. one of the best teams in the AFC for about... Three years, four years? Um, yeah, Remember? from 97. So in 96... They went to the AFC title game. Now they were a wild card. They had a five year run, and then and then in the in the in the um, mid to late two thousands, they were so they've had like two like a five year run where they were like a Super Bowl favorite. Now they never got there. Then they had a four year run where they were they weren't they weren't one of the like best three teams, but they were like the next tier. They were right there. And then they just had one good season, twenty seventeen, <laughs> which made no sense. But they should have been in the Super Bowl. And the rest of it, I don't know, man. I, you know, I think you hired the right head coach who's a winner and understands the NFL. I think, you know, can get the best out of their staff and not blame them. I think they can, can win at some point. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. That's Norman Locke. I am Scott Prather. Signing day yesterday. Had a couple of surprises. We'll dig into that next on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket. The biggest names in sports are talking to you every day on the Rich Eisen Show with me, Rich Eisen. I know! Every weekday from noon to 3, right here on ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. ESPN Lafayette. E to the S to the P to the N. The best ticket in sports. 
Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Norman Locke in studio. I'm Scott Prather. Phone lines are open for you, 269-1077. Early signing day yesterday. Louisiana signs eight. LSU signed, I think it was 11, including um, three players from around this area, from Lafayette. Shout out to the Cajuns Best graphic luck design to all of them. I don't know if you saw the reference on their their little poster, the Double XL magazine that they did when they put all the players on. It was dope. I know you probably wouldn't get it, but I got it. I didn't. I didn't get it, but I saw the social media stuff. They were oh, working it was hard. It was, it was killing. It was. It looked. It looked good. It looked. It looked good. Um, killing it. You know, we 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 talked to to Coach Des a little bit about it last night. I think one thing that. If if it's your team, like there was, there's a story out there. Eli Ricks is leaving LSU to go to Bama. And it's a big loss. There's no doubt. Bama has five players in the transfer portal. I think the transfer portal. The story about the transfer portal right now isn't isn't who's in it as much as it is how many are in it. But I think when you look at early signing day, that's now the other aspect you really have to pay close attention to. And it's how many are how many are leaving, who are leaving, what positions are they at, and do you need to fill it immediately? And that's not something that really is covered on signing day. It's it's the big names, where they're going, what their stars are. And for the most part, Norm, people forget about it shortly thereafter. Unless it's your team that you follow closely, you, you you may remember what stars a prospect were. But outside of that, you don't remember sort of the big things on signing day. Yesterday, something happened that I think everyone will remember. And that was when the number one recruit in the nation flipped from Florida State to Jackson State. Big time. NIL deal as well that reportedly involves Barstool. And Deion Sanders works for Barstool. He's a content creator. An NIL deal that's worth a million there is some irony to the fact that uh, a, a school, an athletic program with an $8 million budget got a recruit over a program with a $155 million athletic budget. The irony is, oh, NIL, I mean, it's going to only, the rich are only going to get richer in the other schools. And it's like, Deion Sanders is a pretty big exception there because that was a moment that I think when you look back at signing days, that's one when you might not remember the young man's name, but you at least remember that story. Well, I mean, if he comes out to be this this superstar NFL player, we're going sure, to remember his sure. name. If he, if he ends up having a very successful pro career, yes. And well, if not, he'll be more of a trivia question, but you'll still remember that it happened. You know what I mean? Now, how big of a, a impact do you think it will be for Florida State who decided not to hire Deion Sanders as the head coach, and he flipped the number one prospect who plays cornerback from flipping from his alma mater to the school he works at now and to get paid an NI deal for the, 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 the I guess to say his boss or his sponsor, it, it all works out and it's the connections. And I hope that other coaches like, you know, Hugh Jackson at Grambling State, you got Eddie George at, um, was it Tennessee State? Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they start using these connections and they, uh, the biggest aspect that I think people forget when dealing with these coaches at these facilities, they don't care about the money. It's not like the rest of these coaches who are moving to these programs following the money. These these guys don't care. Deion Sanders 
whether or not he signs a, a a top recruit or not, he probably still keeps that job at, at at Jackson State. Whether or not these guys, you know, make it to the NFL and have illustrious careers, he probably could still keep a job at Jackson State. But the best, the biggest thing is he's trying to change the culture. He's trying to change the mindset that you don't have to go to the Georgias, the Alabamas to get these enormous NIL deals or to get saw by the NFL. I love what he's doing at Jackson State. I love what he's doing for HBCU football, and I hope the trend continues. Um, again, then you got guys like Dabble Sweeney who's just upset, but it's like Dabble. You got to come out with something more where my players get their general studies degree from Clemson. Well, I don't. To be to be honest, Scott, I don't see too much of a difference of a general studies degree from Clemson and one from GSU. I, I think that <clears throat> I'm going to be. I guess I'm, I'm going to maybe throw a wet blanket on this. We don't know all the details yet. Of of there there was reports and rumors that it was a seven figure deal an NIA deal that Barstool was a part of. Uh, Jackson State has said that deal isn't in place yet. That They didn't say that it's not going to happen. Let's just, let's for sake of this argument, let's assume that it's a, it's a big deal. Okay. That's the main reason this is happening. Pre-NIL, I don't think he's flipping. You know why? A million dollars, Norm. This is what I'm going to say, though. You know why? Because the big schools, we know unofficially, they were still throwing around money. Now, sure. was it a million dollars? We'll never know. Well, I, I, we'll never know. But in terms of like, I, I like, I like the, the young man's message he put on social media and about, you know, historically black colleges. And he talked about McNair and Walter Payton and Jerry Rice and these other greats. And I'm like, if... That's seven figures. Take, I'm sorry. So six figures. I know take, collegiate take, players was take, getting six take, figures. Take a million off the board here. Like, let's not leave that part out of this. Like, no. as, as awesome as it is, I don't know that... That level is the playing field, I don't, Scott. But, yeah, but I, I mean, is, 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 can is, a, can is, a Hugh, program... is Hugh Jackson going to convince a company to, to sponsor a kid and, and, and for a name image like this deal and get could. someone a million dollars? He possibly could. Again, I, we said that we don't know if this is confirmed. No, I know, I know. For the sake of this argument, that was sort, there were certainly re- multiple so reports say, out there yesterday I'm going to say it it's happening. a six-figure deal. I don't, I don't think it's a million dollar deal because I don't think Dion's getting paid those type of money for Barstool. But I'm gonna say it's six figure, and then I'm gonna say in the same breath, how much money has Nick Saban given before these NIL deals? I, I, how much I don't, money I don't, has? I don't, I don't know, and I don't think that head coaches directly not pay the, people, correct, but, correct. Deion Sanders directly <laughs> I, I'm not, pay him, but like I, this isn't something I'll, I'll, I'll debate with you about because you're not wrong about this part. Right, but it. let me finish. You said, you know. I'm just saying it levels the playing field legally because legally there was no way that HBCUs or some small programs could even offer these recruits the type of money that these big programs have been offering for years and the benefits they've been offering for years. Reason why Reggie Bush doesn't have a Heisman Trophy. Well, if freaking... Tennessee State was able to offer Reggie Bush a $600,000 NIL deal. Maybe he wins a Heisman with Tennessee State. But those, this is very unique to the situation of Deion Sanders being a Barstool employee and that company able to pay him. I mean, Dave Portnoy, the, the, the CEO and owner of Barstool, somebody tweeted yesterday, some Jason uh, Scavioco or something like that. He's a, um, for the record, just so I'm not, he's, 
He's a uh, write some stuff. He's a media personality. He's got a blue check mark. Whatever he said. Sad day for college sports. A phenomenal athlete decides to take $3 million to go to an FCS school over any D1 school. Let's be honest. Money was 100% the only reason Barstool Sports literally just bought Travis Hunter, um, to which Portnoy responded with uh, the crab from SpongeBob playing yeah. a tiny little violin. Exactly, because it, it levels the playing field. If Dabo Sweeney doesn't have all this money to throw around also, well, I, I forget the, the team... Where the entire offensive line got an NL deal, where each, each Texas, Texas, where each offensive lineman gets fifty thousand. What's the difference? So if so if Southern comes out with an NIL deal, well, the entire the offensive di- line, the, hold the, on, the, difference the entire to offensive me. line can get fifty thousand dollars, and the recruits start coming. Is it only because they were offered the fifty thousand dollars to come play? Well, duh. Same reason that they're going to Texas. It's not like again, most of these players, not all. Most of uh, football players, it's not like they're graduating with these schools with biology, chemistry. I can see, all right, yeah, Scott, a Duke education in the medical field is a better education than Southern University. But if I'm not going to Duke to be a doctor, then why the hell does that matter? That's that's my response to people that that, that talk to that says I, things not, like this. I'm not like, even saying what, it's a no. I'm not. The, I'm not saying what's it's the a, difference. It's a sad day for. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, this is. I feel like this is being celebrated in a way that's leaving out a very important caveat to this whole thing. Money which, is making stuff even. There are that's a lot of stories I, out there about how oh, this is so awesome and look how cool it is. It's like you're not putting in the million dollar part. Because it was already instituted under the table for years and years and years. No, not because, Norm. Let's not act like if he couldn't have gotten this money, he would have gone to Jackson State. Scott, let's act like if these other top teams was throwing this money out, that he could have went there too. Georgia sure. probably offered him a, a million dollars. I'm not. I'm not I too. think you're. I think you're. We're arguing. You're arguing with me about something I'm not arguing about. Like, yes, the the money talks. What is I'm a, saying is, is that this Travis field? Hunter story is being no, it's not is it because a, the money, the school. This is a very unique situation. If there was a different coach at Jackson State that was not Deion Sanders, it could be. Let's say it's Eddie George. Let's or let's say it's Tennessee State that doesn't work for Barstool and have that pipeline and have this opportunity. Travis Hunter is signing with Florida this, State yesterday, and I'll tell you this: the, whoever is whoever the hell is that booster that that. Uh, Gives all the LSU players, the Camaros, the Chargers, the official dealership LSU, that all the players is Derek Stingley posted his Carvette Stingray. All those boosters, if they weren't able to do all this for LSU, will the recruits ever start coming? Well, that again, probably not. Like all of these That's other, all, saying. So all of these, say all of these other schools, whether they were whoever it was, whatever you want to name, that that was getting an edge in recruiting by doing stuff. That's to me, that's a different story. That's an old story, and now it's a now it's more out in the dis- opening. That's why I just but disagree, and I feel like it's you think the playing field. that if he had not been given a million dollars, he would have signed for Jackson State yesterday. I'll tell you, no, no, just just answer yes no, or no. That's no. all I need. But Scott, this is it's not a yes or no answer. Yes, it is. It's very Do simple. you have a yes or no answer? If they wasn't playing African-American players under the table for years and years and years, would they have shipped from going to HBCUs to these top five schools? Probably not. I mean, shift. I mean, I shouldn't say probably not. I think a lot would because I don't think they would. I think I think I think facilities are very different in these schools. And even money aside, the perks you get as an athlete when you go to Ohio State 
is very different than you would get if you went to the perks, some others. The perks that you get that's now coming out to the light that was illegal. You still aren't answering the question. Illegal. If, if Deion Sanders did not work for Barstool and have this reportedly million-dollar NIL deal that they could give this young man, does he sign with, with, with Jackson State? And the answer is no. And you know I don't, that. I don't, I don't know that. Why? You know that. As a top cornerback. You just said, why would he top... go somewhere else that can offer more money? You just said that. No, th- Scott, why? If I'm the top cornerback in the nation, one, we don't know his rapport with Deion Sanders. If I'm a top cornerback in the nation and Deion Sanders is in my living room wanting me to come play for him, one, that would trump a lot of head coaches. That's a lot of, one. Would it trump a lot of money? Uh, Oh, you throw the money in? That adds no, to it. No, no. I'm saying, would it trump a lot of money? If yes. he's going to make considerably yes. more money at a yes. different yes. school. If if playing no. for Deion Sanders mattered to me as a player, well, again, you don't know what it matters to that player. You got these head coaches that go sit in these players' uh, uh, living rooms and lie all day about education when they're not being doctors, when they're not graduating, they're leaving the draft early, but Deion Sanders can, can't, can't come in and offer the same money that these other programs offer. I'm not talking offer, about but the let me money. Finish. I know, I'm let saying if he couldn't let me offer finish. the money. That's let my me point. Finish. The reason why, and the reason why I don't want to give an example when he can't offer the money is because these top schools, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, have been offering the money under the table for years. So if they was, if the NCAA was doing their job legally and them not being able to offer money and illicit benefits, then I'll say, okay, as an even playing field, let's go buy facilities, uh, schematics, the coach's record. But I can't say that and I can't do that because it's never been fair. From the jump, it never been fair. So, yes, I'm proud of Barstool investing in Deion Sanders so we can level the playing field and throw the money around. Because that's all it's ever been about, right, Scott? It's still not going to be fair. It's still not going to be a level it's, playing it, field. No, it is. It's starting to get fair. And I think people are starting to see the tides. It's starting Deion to get Sanders fair. Deion Sanders is like an exception of the rule. An it's extreme not, it's exception it's of the exception rule. It's an exception because it's happened once. Now, an if Deion Sanders stays and he keeps flipping these picks... If this if this cornerback this kid comes in has a great season in the swag this this upcoming season guess what and another kid flips next season is not a is not until is barstool not. employs multiple big name head coaches at smaller schools and they don't they don't HBCUs, they don't they don't, they don't uh, it's employ not going to Hugh change. Jackson and I guarantee Hugh Jackson is going to get a major sign in the next two years okay that's fine if they couldn't have offered him the money he wouldn't have gone I don't think so. I think it's a on one hand you're saying you think he would have, and on the other you're saying money is the reason I why players have chosen other schools over the years. Rather how you switch out the words, that's what I you said. said. I'm telling you what I said. I said I heard you. that. Uh, congratulations to Deion Sanders. Congratulations to that young kid of even the playing fields. I love you. I wish I had some some uh, eligibility left. I'll be getting me an idea at HBCU. Oh, taking whatever that they give me over these other yeah, schools because of eating you the paper. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to rush for five yards in a game. I mean, Man, for Dion, I'll be rushing my butt off. Dion Sanders come in my living room. He could offer me half the money. It's Dion Sanders. He's trying let's to change just, the culture. Let's just tell let's let's tell the whole story. And it can include your part too. Well, historically, if these other schools don't have the money, things will be different today as well. Let's let's tell the whole story, not just, man, he flipped and that's awesome. Let's include. Awesome. Let's listen. Listen. Let's, let's include these other aspects of it. Let's not just pick and choose here. Hey, and let's include. Let's always include that the NCAA has been a blind eye to these schools, giving illicit benefits for years, 
for years. If you ask any SEC player that has come out before these NIL deals, if they're willing to talk about if they got paid to play, uh, I would love to hear the stories. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with you about I wonder that. what would be the I most amount of money illicit benefit. Uh, I wonder what's the most money that a player ever got illicitly from the NCAA from any of these schools. Well, not from the NCAA, but from a school. Year. From a school in the NCAA. I wonder what that, that, that would look like. I mean, probably a million dollars. I mean, go, you go across the board to different sports. It could be a lot of stuff. And if it's not money, it might be a house. Or I, wonder if Reggie Bush, or... I wonder if I could press Reggie Bush enough to give me an interview yeah. to talk about it. How much, how much did he really get down. from USC? Yeah. Not as much as he made him. Oh, no. Hey, not man. as much as he made him. Hey, man. But you see, I'm not arguing with you about that. Hey, man. I'm telling you, Get that this money. is cool what happened. Dion. Dion is, is, no is an extreme exception of the rule. And I don't keep, I don't see how you can't see that. Keep getting that money, man. While y'all going to Georgia, getting them general study education is going to be lawyers. Come on, man. He wouldn't have gone if he wasn't getting the money. Hey, we don't know that. Would you go to Florida State for... Two hundred grand, going six and or go play for Deion Sanders. And winning six games, or go win a swag championship with sixty thousand in the stadium. Going Deion, so you're not gonna, you're just gonna walk away from eight hundred grand over a four year span. Yeah, because I'm gonna get a general studies degree no matter what. Eight hundred thousand dollars over hey, four going, years. I'm going to play with Deion, bro. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> he, he's doing it. Eight hundred thousand. <laughs> eight hundred thousand. I mean, I am like your Deion. If someone came in and was like, Norm, you can go works somewhere else and make 800 grand. I mean, you're out the door, right? Not, not if Dion works here. <laughs> not if not if not if Stephen A worked here. That would definitely alter it. But if I play cornerback and Dion Sanders like, "Hey, come here and I got some bread for you." Man. No, 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 no. That's and I that's got not, some bread for that's no, the no, 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 no. That's no. the you're, you're adding that part in there. I'm saying they don't George, have that Scott, option. No matter other what big school you are, they're going to have money for them. They're going to have cars for them. They're going to have the naked That's women the in, the, in the hotels for them. I'm not saying that. That's, oh, yeah. Hey, on, hey, 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 hey. You better talk to some people around hey. here. You better talk to some people around here. Where else you got in trouble for? You better talk to some people. I'm well, going to keep it real. That's... No, you better talk to... You better Title talk to, 9, and Darius Geis was allegedly raping people. That's... Uh, uh, the where, recruiting where is, department uh, it had from? women... Uh, Promoted because they weren't pretty yeah, enough. Yeah, less miles. All, yeah, that was yeah, all up. this goes on. I'm yeah. sorry that I'm revealing the truth to the people. All this goes on at these major institutions, and I'm sorry that the HBCUs are throwing the money around, leveling the playing They're field. They're not. They've been doing Deion it for years. Deion Sanders is throwing money around because he works for Barstool. That's my point. Use your he connections. Would not. That is Use not a normal situation at the other HBCUs, and you know it. Hey, man. Sanders is an extreme so exception to the so norm. So Barstool goes and starts sponsoring all HBCUs. 100% different. And then, and then, and then everybody's getting million-dollar deals. Yeah. You have a problem with that? Is Absolutely. It, is I, don't, it I don't have a problem with any I'm just of it. A question. That hasn't happened. And what, if it does, it, I'll be like, you know what? I didn't see this coming. I'm I was wrong. I'm forward, Scott. That's why I say I don't see nothing wrong with this. The why first do you think it, I'm saying there's I'm something saying, wrong with it? I ain't say I'm, I'm saying wrong people are leaving out that them, aspect of the story. And, I, and I'm putting that they're leaving out the aspect for years. Illicit benefits have been given to players Again, under the table. That's just a totally different conversation than what we're talking about. I'm putting them together, baby. You got, because you know I'm, I'm right in regards no, to this discussion. No, you discussion. think you're right. No, you, you just don't I'm understand. Right. I, and I, I, I'm I, right. It's okay. You know I'm right. <laughs> you just a million dollars. He ain't flipping.
I'll bring you to HBCU dollars. one day. You understand? I'll go. I know sure. you would. I'd love but you to. You got to understand. I'm going to take you to the Jackson State to. game. I'd love to. Someone else says, I'll take you over here and pay you a lot, too. I'm going where I'm they're paying me. I'll take you to the Jackson State game. I'll go to the Jackson State game. But if someone pays me a lot more to go, pay me a million dollars, I'll definitely go. I know. I'm going to take you to the Jackson State game. Can't wait. Can't wait. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott. That's Norm. When we come back, Norm loves some of the worst Happy Madison production movies of all time. And that is actually a fact. It's a fact. So he's really excited you about it. You say the worst, but I mean, they, they made millions of dollars. So I don't, again, you're just throwing out words today. You say the worst. They made millions of dollars. They're, they're, they're bad. I mean, no. They're bad. Cult classics. That's, what the, that's the term you're looking for. Cult classics? Yes. Like Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2? Terrible. Cult Terrible classics. movies. Terrible <laughs> movies. Cult classics. Happy Gilmore? Cult Billy classic. Madison, cult classic. Million dollar film. Oscar. Deserve the Oscar. <laughs> Wait, they made a lot more than a million, bro. Those things. Adam Sandler, no, has, well, he also did stuff like Sister, Sister. Did you ever see that one? That was a bad one. Oh, you did see it. That was a bad one. Holy know. cow. One. He played himself <laughs> twice. I, you, have, you really have seen all of those Adam Sandler things. doesn't miss. He misses. You just said he missed. No, I didn't say <laughs> he you missed. I said it was bad. Stop. I said no, it was see? bad. Look at that. It's all about semantics. <laughs> it was a bad. All right, don't go anywhere. The 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show continues after this. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Like I said many times, uh, we need to make a podcast out of what we discussed during the breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Not rocking with Cyclops. (laughs) Cyclops, Lynn's lack of follow-through on bets. Had to light him up on this show. He's still... So, uh, real... I want to be... If I could be serious for a minute. Because I was... I was talking to you last week and the week before about honoring bets. Because mm-hmm. I honor bets. Mm-hmm. I feel like you do, too. Do. You've never given me a reason to believe otherwise. No. I wore my Packers jersey when the Cowboys yeah. lost to the Packers. Right, to right. Greg. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, that's not something I can say, oh, Norm doesn't follow through. And then we talked about, you know, why to make bets with listeners or why not to. Or did, even coworkers. Did, did, did you, well, I didn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> but now Lynn's giving me second thought. So you legitimately made a bet with Lynn, and he—it's been what over a week, and he still hasn't followed over through. A week has been over twenty games. It was—it was on the basis of twenty Pelican games, whether or not the Pelicans would be over five hundred after twenty games. That—that—you that, that, could see pretty early on that he was not going to win that bet. Correct. So soon as soon as he couldn't reach the ladder, I was like, Lynn, it's over. They're not going to be five hundred. So what was the bet? It was a. Uh, breakfast from Chick Fil A. So a simple bet, not like simple some bet. outlandish no, no, like shave your head or or your eyebrow or drink a gallon of milk in yeah. you know ten minutes. Correct. And throw up and we'll we'll make content out of it. But it see, was a very simple. Bring me breakfast and you and he hasn't followed through on this. He hasn't followed through, but then learn today that he's been owing Rodney, one of our favorite callers. You know Rodney, a po boy. From old time groceries for nearly like six to seven months now. So it's it seems like this is a rhetoric 
This is reincurring actions from Lynn Burton. This is, this is what it is. Lynn. I don't know if Josh ever got his smoothie. There's multiple un uh, bets that, that Lynn hasn't been able to, this, to come up on. This isn't this isn't a joke right now. No. Lynn. Follow through. Be a man. I got I got you know what? I got no respect for Lynn. Did he ever race Josh? Jake? Did he ever race Jake? He never raced you. He never made the free throws outside. Now, now, I don't, now, it's all starting I, to come back to me, but, Scott. But, but some of those weren't actual like bets that were made. They were just they were just Twitter. You know, hey, I'll race you. You claim you're quick. No, I'm faster. I, am I misreading this? Like, how legit was this bet? Was it, hey, man, I, let's do this. It'll be funny. Or was it like, no, look me in the eye. We're shaking hands. This bet is on. Like, the bet was a was thousand. It, was it always understood on. that this was a? Well, then why after hasn't he paid? each why? game, I kept up with the. I kept up with the game. You know, you know, you know what I'm gonna do. Why hasn't he followed through on this? Because, man, you know, it's those. Not because I, I need a legit reason. Is it no, something about the three 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 seven area code? Is this some? Can I can I attribute this to the three three seven people? No, Katie Anna people? No, no. All right, I'm not gonna go that far. I've made bets on this station before. I've made a few far. bets years ago with you know Kyle's called for twenty plus ever since the station came on the air. Mm-hmm. I've made bets with him. You Guess what? Kyle old? Did Kyle uh, yeah. just catch a stray? I'm, I'm old too. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying there's been bets made over the years and. And you know what? Man's followed through. There was a there was a bet made like 13 years ago about Jamal Brown and and how um, shoot 13 14 Jamal Brown he'll you know the, the Saints will get a first round pick when they trade him and I was like it's never gonna happen like they might get a third maybe a fourth he's like oh that's a first you know left tackle and yeah I think we bet like a po boy or something and you know stuck to the bet he he lost he remembered. It meant something to him to follow through on the bet. He bought me. He brought it to the studio. I, I ate it. It was delicious, and it, and it wasn't even a thing. It was just a simple bet, and, it, and and you know he was that confident in his side. I was that confident on my side. It wasn't um it wasn't one of Kyle's. You know Lance Moore is going to be Jerry Rice, and I'll bet you <laughs> it wasn't. No, it was a legit. It was a legit bet because left tackles are are. A premium thing, and I, I'm I'm not I'm not saying this to make it. I'm saying this to say that Kyle follows through. Like there are people that well, I've made bets with. Jay story. Walker and I have have made bets on the air. We have followed through 100. percent We have followed through on our bets, and the fact I don't. You know what? I don't know. We might we might have to. I, I, we is this grounds for suspension for Lynn Burton? I think I think it is. If he doesn't, he got he got 50 minutes. Got 50 minutes. You got 50 minutes. I need him. I can't suspend him. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn, I want some breakfast too. Now, we didn't make a bet, so you don't have to do it. But you got to get, you got to bring breakfast to Norm because you did make a bet with him. So let's, we're going to see. Follow through. Follow through. If I had bet you that they'd make a movie about Sean Payton one day, who would you have predicted would play him in a movie? (sighs) That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Who's that actor that always does a movie with Reese Witherspoon? I can't think of his name. Always like, does a movie with. Like him? He, I feel like he got like three, four films with with Reese Witherspoon. I I feel like it was a love. She, movie. She's been in like a hundred. Are you talking about Josh Lucas? I feel like let me let me Google his name. I feel like I don't I, know that he's been in a hundred with her. I'm just thinking I say of, four. Let me see if it's Josh Lucas. All right, yeah, yeah, I think this might be him. Yeah, he plays in a lot of love comedies. 
Josh Lucas? Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you would have guessed Josh Lucas. Okay. I, like, okay, I wouldn't have Josh thought Lucas. of it. All right. All right. Like, you know, somebody who plays in like a bunch of rom coms. He's in he's in some. He's he's in yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just feel like I've always seen him in the rom com. He with just Reese pops Reese up in like, there. He's like he's been a lead in a few movies, but he's most of the time it's like, Oh yeah, there's that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was a lead in like what was it, terrible movie they Rom-com. made. I'm telling you, it's like terrible. No, there was like a movie about the the Poseidon where the boat like flips <laughs> over. It wasn't it wasn't a love story. He was the lead in it, but it was this big blockbuster studio, he lost a ton of money. So it's like the studios were like, All right, Josh, let's let's put you back in a rom com real quick. <laughs> Let me put you back in a rom com. <laughs> yeah, see he was in like oh yeah, he was in the Hulk. <laughs> Like was- yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 uh, the Ang Lee Hulk. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, Josh Lucas. He, you know what he was in was Glory Road. That's the one that like it's one of it's it's Greg Larnard who had our birthday yesterday. Shout out Greg. That's Greg Larnard's like favorite sports movie, Glory Road. Wow. That's that's bad. For there him. are a lot of hey, hey they filmed that down here. There were a lot yeah. of people from around here that were in it and people I went to college with. Anyway, yeah. So he was he's already played a coach. You think of him in rom-coms he was in glory road he couldn't play basketball at all there's one scene where he had to dribble and it was like he's like yeah we almost had to use a body double I, you know <laughs> i just i couldn't get it done um all right so josh lucas so, so you know suffice to say you were not you were not going to say kevin james no no now when we got word last april that kevin james was playing sean payton in a movie people were like what and then you found out it was a happy madison's production and it was like Okay, well, guess what? Rob Schneider's probably going to be in it. Yes. David Spade will probably be in it. He's not. Schneider is. Schneider Looks like is. he's just playing Rob Schneider. Like, let me just be goofy. This is awesome. No, dude, this this movie. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did a story on it on the website. Okay. Um, my six-year-old's going to love it. And I think when I watch it with him, I will enjoy it. Because what I've told Saints fans is, listen. All the memes and jokes aside, they're going to come from this, and they're and you're going to have to see it forever. You're going to see Kevin James Coming Sean Payton memes, but you're going to see it like days. forever. Yeah. Um, it don't take it too serious. I mean, my God, it's a PG rated Happy Madison production. Because if you take it too serious, you're not going to enjoy it. Like watch it and and just not take it serious and, and get some laughs. Watch it with your young children because it's it's very like six seven year old humor and Norman Locke humor apparently. I mean that's what it's going to be. There's probably going to be fart jokes. There's going to be vomit jokes. There's going to be Rob Steiner having some you know uh, subtle weird accent that makes no sense and everyone's like ha. There's going to be a random old lady in the stands of a game that says something crude because that's just what happens in these kinds of movies. And uh, yeah, my my kid will love it, and apparently normal love it. What's one of the best documentaries you have ever seen? Once when we were kings. Okay, hands down, one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I'm gonna take that, and I want you to compare this movie <laughs> to that movie to a documentary. Yes, because Sean Payton okayed this film. Sean Payton. It's not like this is you know a parody or this is like loosely based on true events. Sean Payton okayed the Stop. script. And Sean Payton okayed this this theatrical movie to be made by Netflix. So that's one. I want to say that the the events that happen in this film when it comes out, it's been okay by Sean Payton. That's one. That doesn't mean that it's accurate, Norm. Stop Two, that. it's been okay. That it has to be accurate no. enough to no. be okay. No. Scott, you won't no. let me shoot a movie review without me showing it to you and you being okay what I show the people. Sure, because I would probably make some money. It'd be funny. I know you would not. If you just did a regular story of me, it would be boring. 
You would you would you would ham no, it up. No, it, it got to be true. Okay, you would did, ham the, it up did the Saints not win the Super Bowl in two thousand nine? Well, the two thousand nine season, yeah. Yes, Technically, the it was season. February of twenty ten. I was there. Did, it, was, it was great. Did they win the Super Bowl that sure, year? Yeah. Okay, all right. Did Sean Payton get suspended by Roger Goodell? See, that's dumb, too. Don't show a woman in a film that works in an NFL office not knowing how to say the commissioner's name. It's did, offensive. Did did he get suspended by Roger Goodell for Bounty Gate? Mm-hmm. Did he go coach his son's Little League football team? Mm-hmm. So far, just in the trailer, <laughs> it's been accurate for life depiction of Sean That would Payton. be like saying, Scott, do you talk <laughs> on the radio? Yes. Are you married? Yes. Do you have three children? Yes. See? That's in the movie. That means everything that I write about you is accurate. If I, if you okay it, no, that's not now. See, if I no. made you some mutant no. radio broadcaster, no, that'd be that would actually be <laughs> funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Who saves the world when when you're not on air? Oh hell yeah! Can I play this? No, you can't. That'd I be got, awesome. See, now you'd be upset with who I might want to cast as your actor. You'd probably cast Rob Schneider or something just ridiculous. Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm damn. That's awesome. Honor. You gotta that means go I get to, That means he has to come hang out at my house to like study me. Actually, I don't think Kevin Hart's that kind of actor. But we left. No, Kevin Hart just <laughs> plays Kevin Hart. That's what he does. Kevin Hart as Scott Preet as Kevin Hart. What would he sound like on the radio? Just be, be screaming, Eagles, baby, Eagles. So. Again, I'm waiting for this documentary filmed and 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 produced and directed by Adam Adam Sandler Productions. Well, no, I, I can't wait Happy it. Madison. Produced. Happy Madison. I'm sorry. Sorry, but you, I do cut you off. But I just I just want you to make sure you get it right. I'm sorry. No, I see too right. many people on Twitter giving you flack about mispronouncing a word. Like, come on, lay off it, Norm. It's okay. Yeah, nah, they're just upset that they can't get up here and talk to me. That's all they do. Oh, they can call three three seven two six nine ten seventy seven. Come up here. Have you ever you seen When We Were Kings? By the way, I'm sorry. If you're no. not done, I'll let you finish no, the I thing about you. Watch it. Watch it. It's about the Ali, uh, Ali uh, George Foreman fight in Africa that okay. was like 1974. I saw the documentary in high school and I was just like blown away. Because the documentaries are like everywhere now. But back like when I was in high school in the 90s, you didn't have much reality TV Sorry. and you rarely would watch a documentary. Now, you know, you go on Netflix, Prime, whatever. It's, oh, it's a 10-part documentary crime series about this. or Tiger King. There's tons of them, right. Which you're like, <laughs> you and Lynn are the only people I've ever met that watched any of season two. But, you know, Tiger King is kind of, it. that's like, but that's like a mix of like documentary reality TV. It's like, it's kind of like a cross. But back then, the crime. I don't know. I didn't really watch people... Documentaries didn't go to the theaters much. It wasn't like they were everywhere. I, I knew a lot of people that were all like, you would go to Blockbuster and you couldn't get this movie because it would like be checked out. You'd go back and you'd finally get it. It's um, As a sports guy, before there were 30 for 30 and all this other stuff, when we were kings, watch it. Okay, awesome. Fantastic. I just got a Mike Tyson Funko Pop. So Fantastic stuff. Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson, Tyson, friend of the program, has been on my show before. That's my guy. That was fun. My that, intro. Was, that was interesting, man. Eat your children. Eat your children. Yeah, what, what's with that? You had some bumper music on Sunday, and it was just like, buzz them in the head, just like over oh, and no, over. That's, uh, that's, what, is, what is Norm listening to? Buzz them, bust their head off. That's what it was. Hey, knock their head off. I was like, is he about to say, 
bust his head to the white meat show? Because if not, what is this music? That's the knock your head off. That's when, uh, yeah, I'm about to knock somebody's head off. Somebody's head's getting knocked off. It was just like knock his head over, off. Over and knock over and over. I'm like, this, that, this is a Sunday morning. I'm driving to church. Like, what is this? Somebody got the head knocked off. It was, it was just, I mean, I don't know. I to each their own. I just, I was just like, what is this song? Like, what is Norm listening to? It's knock the head off over and over and over. I love the beat of that one. Who is it? What artist is that? His name is Stone Cold Jizzle. All right, if he has Stone Cold in his name now, I'm interested. All right, all right. Oh, wait, Jizzle? What is Jizzle short for? Uh, I think his name is Jermaine. I think that's the that's the the Stone Cold just Stone Cold the Vey, hey, all right. That the Stone Cold's in there. I'm yeah, like that's, okay. uh, that's all right. And at his shows, he would he would do a a, a beer. Treat. Give me a hell yeah. Nah, nah he don't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he can mix in Stone Cold into one of his beats, I, I I'm waiting for him to get a it little probably, bit more it, into it, it. You know, it would it would cost a lot. That's yeah, all, no, that's that's a, probably so. That's a lot of money. But he but. definitely has done a a, a concert. In a boxing arena. Dude, if he did a rap to this. And he just came in. He dude, <laughs> if he came in and started rapping over that, I would buy that on iTunes yesterday. I wouldn't even stream it. I would buy it so that it's on my phone. Can you imagine? Hey, if he, is he talented? Can he do it? You no, he, he, pull it he, off? he probably could pull it off. But I, don't know. So? I, don't, I don't like this beat. I don't care. I, don't know. I know you. It would just. I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's not just, about the beat. It's about what it stands for. It does. What it's a knocking down the door, <laughs> taking names. See, I just thought it was cool when he had a show in New Orleans where he just came out. They made the the concert stage a boxing arena. He came out with the knee braces on and the vest. Like it <laughs> he was, did. He did. All right. I'm That's in. Why I was like, I'm in. Oh, I made the soda. The, the, the song. I was like, this is great. I. I'm in. <laughs> Give me. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> I love how I love how Stone Cold just like Stone Cold goes over Cold. like every culture and he's just like, damn, that's Stone Cold. That's like Stone he's Cold. like cool. Like anybody could use a Stone Cold meme and it's no one's like, hey, you can't use that. Like that's Stone my thing. Cold. It's like, oh man, it, it works. That's Stone Cold. All right, uh two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hello. Yo, both are sick, man. Why we sick? What are you talking about? Y'all are sick. Norm, you sick. Scott, you sicker. sicker. What's the matter with y'all, man? He says I'm more sick. Why are we sick? Where are you going with this? Sicker. Scott, do you know what a kick door is? A kick door? I don't yeah. think. I mean, I, it, it, yeah, I, I, are we I, about yeah. to start somewhere? You and Norm start arguing about how to explain something to No, I'm asking you because a while ago you said something that you didn't really know what was going on with. And I'm like... When you said that, I'm like, Scott don't know anything hood. You don't know anything, man. I mean, anything. I What's the kick what door? You know? kick What's play, the kick it's door? the material at the bottom of your door, right? It protects it from damage. I mean, technically, that's what uh, that's what it is. Oh, man, man, Building. man, man, man. Scott, you got a long way to go, man. A long What's way to go for What's what? What's a kick door? What's a kick door, Rodney? What's yeah, your I mean, Norm doesn't even. Oh, Norm, you know what a... No, come on now. You're supposed to be a little way Are you, are you talking about... Is it, is, it like, is? is it like when, when a house gets raided and they kick the door down? What's a kick door? Um, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good I don't know. I, I, I really right, don't now, know. Now I got to Google I'm it. I'm Googling it, too. I'm no, trying to see what's a kick door. What is a kick door? Well, it's exactly what I said it was. Kick plates or a sheet of material. Well, bottom of your door, damn it. Okay, all right. 
Urban Dictionary. This is where we got to go. Yeah. I'm... To kick someone's door to gain a legal entrance to someone's home in order to rob or steal. Well, I said if you're raiding a house. Okay. I mean, that's just... But that's not even... I think there's not even creativity. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard that term. There's no creativity in that. Like, oh, it's a kick door. Yeah, you. What does it stand for? It means when you kick down a door and go into someone's home illegally. Yeah, I never. I don't know. I don't know. Rodney's just. I don't know. He's but like, where did he? When did they? Even, we weren't even talking. He yeah, said, I'm "You to guys are terminology. sick." And yeah. then you know what a kick door is, and then he's left. He's still on. No, no, he's gone. Oh, he's he's he thinks he thinks we're too sick. He thinks I'm sicker. I, I think I you know what he has a, he has a reason to be angry because apparently Lynn hasn't followed through on his bet with him and was, and his his Lakers are just oof. let's get back to the phone lines. Good morning, welcome into the show. Norm, uh, Scott, I already asked you, Norm. I need your help, man. What you need your help with? <laughs> I'm looking for a roach outfit. A roach, a roach costume. A roach roach costume. like a tree roach. Okay, what you gonna do with that? <laughs> We're at the uh, traffic court. Oh. You, 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 you meant to call on KPL. You meant to call on KPL. Nine, nine, six, five. I don't know the call letters, but you know, no, okay. I might, no, I might wear it to uh, no, I don't to a football game, man. Went to a football game. KPL ninety six five dot com. No, but hold on. Hey, 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 oh Scott, Joseph side, man. Is his name Rodney or Ron? <laughs> I know his name was Rodney. Why is he calling him Rodney? I. I, I've always just called him Ron. I thought it was Rodney. Uh, Ron might be short. For, well, I, I, why would Ron be short for Rodney? That's what Lynn calls him. I've always called him Ronnie. That's what Lynn calls. Yeah, that was Rodney. Well, hey, Lynn, maybe that, maybe this is Lynn's him. maybe this is Lynn's way of getting out of a bet some on a technicality. Maybe that's all. Well, maybe thing. he felt like, whoa, hey Scott, you on to something? Maybe he called him Rodney because he felt like, you know what? I don't respect his bet. <laughs> Maybe Faye doesn't respect his bet, so he calls him Rodney. I got it. I get no respect. See, Jay gets, Jay gets all the references that Norm doesn't get, and then the ones that I don't get either. Uh, I think Norm got the roach suit. I got that. one. <laughs> he didn't get the Rodney one though. Well, one. we we we. I think we both got. All right, that. all right. Thank you. Thank you. We both got those. <laughs> oh, man, y'all, mm. want to get out of here? We'll get a drink with one beer. Two beers, three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a Bloody Mary. When we come back, one of the best receivers in the NFL, maybe the best, out for the rest of the regular season? We'll tell you about it next. It's ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Hey, this is Rich Eisen. You can hear me every day on ESPN Lafayette from noon to 3 on The Rich Eisen Show. You, my friend. I'm glad I did this test on you, the friendship test. What? You got the best seat in the house. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. Like I was Grandmaster Cast Got rhymes about anti-histories and analgesia 
not expect to is Y'all don't see a soothsayer, not a player, rhyme sayer, extreme huh. Burn like fire when I step on the sea I got shark's teeth so I can bite your head I got tiger's claws that'll scratch your dead I got wings like a dragon when I'm flying above Shoot venom from my eyes when it's time to get rough Step back and check yourself This MC's got weapons that'll ruin your health so if you're feeling strong, then reach for yours My book is my shield, and my mic is my sword Sword, 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 sword Welcome back Into the Great Scott Show, 27 after the hour We have talked about uh, the Pelicans Hail Mary heave one lucky shot deserving another. We have talked about Urban. We have argued about pretty much everything. <laughs> argued about Urban Meyer. Argued about um, signing day and Travis Hunter. Uh, I don't know how much we'll argue about this. DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the world. Elite. Elite. The Cardinals coming off of a loss, an, uh, an important game that they dropped, had been the one seed. First place in the NFC. They are no longer after their loss to the Rams on Monday night. And now it looks like they're set to lose DeAndre Hopkins for the second time this season. He has a sprained knee. Expected to miss the rest of the regular season. And according to Adam Schefter and Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, the cards are hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason. Do you... Do you take the Cardinals seriously as a Super Bowl contending team this year? I never did. I never did. I've been saying all year, all season, that the back half of the Cardinals season is never as good as the front half. Now we've reached the back half of the season, and it's not looking as shiny as the front half of the season. Well, they've only lost one game so far in the back half. It's been nasty. I didn't say that they won or lost. I just said it hasn't looked So when you say back half, you just mean like literally the second half? The second half okay. of the well, season. Okay, well, then they've, they've, they've dropped two and one, too. So you have a point there. The second half of the season um, for the Cardinals, if you go look last season, you know, the first eight games, the Cardinals was looking like, hey, this could be a, a, a NFC West division winner. This can be an NFC contender. For the a- NFC Championship and maybe a dark horse to win a Super Bowl this last season. And then they just riddle off a bunch of losses. Well, I know they had to deal with two games without Kyler Murray and Hopkins. He was able to win those games. They do seem better this year. Would you agree? No, they do seem better. I mean, but, they are better. But all the key pieces have flooded off. When the last time we've heard Chandler Jones' name? When J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt got hurt. Yeah. Got hurt. The cornerback, that, uh, the safety that everybody has been gla- glomering, glassing over, he hasn't been as good this season versus last season. The back half of this Cardinals team, I mean, the uh, season, added with, they put all the <laughs> NFC West divisional games at the end of their season. Well, no, they got, they got the Lions, they got Dallas. Well, right? they had just passed, they just passed, played the Rams. They still got to play the Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they put three... Divisional games in the back half of the season that I already knew that they didn't want to, weren't going to perform well in the back half. So it kind of just added to that recipe of why I didn't believe in the Cardinals. It's not because of Hopkins. Hopkins, I think, is one of three of the best receivers in the game. Kyler Murray was an MVP favorite. 
uh, into the back half of the season. I just it's just something about the Cardinals team that I just didn't believe in their schematics of the team. I mean, James Conner t- leading the league in uh, rushing touchdowns. That dude next to Kyler Murray looks like he's a giant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's you know, not even that big. He's not but that next big. to Kyler Murray, he looks like he's like the big show. And he's you know he has he leads the league in rushing touchdowns, but he I don't I don't think I think he's only had it one game over 100 yards. So it's like their recipe for running the football. It was a combination of three guys, Chase Edmond, James Conner, and Kyler Murray. Well, if you could contain one of those guys, the team just kind of falters. I think the, the Cardinals, I think, I take the Cardinals. I wouldn't pick them to win the Super Bowl. But I think they're, I take them serious. I mean, they haven't lost the game on the road this year. Their problem is when they get home, I, they, it's one of those things where they're actually better on the road. But their defense has been good this year. Um you know, they've outscored their opponents by 112. The fact that they won, you know, multiple games with Colt McCoy tells you, okay, they've got much better depth this year. So I think, I, I, I you know, would I pick them to win the Super Bowl? No. Do I take them serious? Yeah. If they got to the Super Bowl, would I, would I be surprised? The answer is no. You have the remaining Would schedule? I bet them? Uh, I could pull it up. I think they got the Lions on there. I think they play your Cowboys. I think they play the Colts on Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. And then I think they, they end the, the season. The Seahawks. The, yeah. Unfortunately for them, the Seahawks at home. Um, so they go to Detroit this week. They host the Colts on Christmas. That's a tough game. Especially at home, where the Cardinals have a 500 record. Uh, they go to Dallas, and then they host the Seahawks to end the season. Seattle at that point, who will have been eliminated from the playoffs. But still, it's a divisional game. Like, I think for the Cardinals, they have to win three of these four. Correct. You finish 13 and four, you know, a two seed. It's weird. God, the thing is, if they get the one seed, I'd take them more. If they get the two seed, they feel ripe for like, oh, you're at home where you've lost a lot of games and you're playing. Whoever the seven seed in the NFC is going to be an average team. Now, see, now you got me thinking the Cardinals are going to just, like, lay an egg. I'm trying to tell you. If they're the two seed, they will lay an egg. If they're the the three, they're going to win that round. If they're a one seed, they might be in the Super Bowl. I know it sounds ridiculous. If they are the two seed, they're going to be one and done. Scott, um, I don't have the what seed that they'll be in if they lost two more games. But I I have them losing two more games. Okay. So I think that might... Put them at the five seed. Well, and then what happens with the Rams? You know, if it depends if they win the division. If they win the division, they they they'll they'll you know they'll probably be the three seed. Who the Rams or the Cardinals? Or the Cardinals? The Cardinals would be the three or the four. You know, if if they if they finish twelve and five but win the division, they'd probably be the four seed. If they finish thirteen and four, then then they could be better. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I don't see them. Um, Getting the number one seed? No, because they lost to Green Bay. That that Thursday night game, they lost so much with that game. On a short week at home, they lost to the Packers, who, yeah, they had Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers were missing four Pro Bowlers. And they lost. At home. Maybe Arizona wants to be a wild card more. Maybe that's the trick. They just need to go on the road. So who are you taking serious in the NFC? Right now, I'm taking the Bucks and the Cowboys. Serious, and the reasons why is because okay, this Packers team, last two seasons, they've won over ten games. Last two seasons, they've made they've won at least a playoff game. 
Last season, they made it to the NFC Championship, right? Or was it that the year before? Yeah. So I think it's back-to-back NFC Championship games. So, well, what's the what's the problem? Is it Aaron Rodgers? It's letting Tom Brady throw a bomb touchdown in the first half with the uh, most atrocious defensive formation I've ever seen late in the half. Yeah, you, That's one of the problems. I mean, it's, it's more than just one thing. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's not like... You but know, I think that has to do with preparation in, in, in the moment. How do you let that happen in, a, in any game, much less one of that magnitude? All right, now let's take a step back from that. Scott, how do you lose two back-to-back NFC Championship games and then go into the season still asking for more? Because you haven't won a Super Bowl yet. You're that close. You're that close, so you ask. You need more, yes. So Why you, wouldn't you? You sit out the offseason to ask for. Are you talking about specifically Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, specifically oh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't even. You, it, it, you sit out and ask for an so, agent wide receiver? There's, there's so much going on who hasn't, there, Who hasn't produced on the field? On one hand, Rodgers' <laughs> Roger's personality is what makes them extremely vulnerable. And yet, without Aaron Rodgers, they're picking top five in the draft. So it's this weird. It's this weird dynamic of without without like I said they went to Arizona on a short week they're missing four Pro Bowlers like two All Pros and they won on the road against a good team they could have had all four of those Pro Bowlers and if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers they would have lost by like twenty points. Now, if they had all four of those Pro Bowls in the NFC Championship and they got Aaron Rodgers, they better win. They still lose. They better win. <laughs> that, 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 see, now, that's what I'm confused about. They better about. win. That's, that's the only thing I'm confused about. Scott is, okay, Devontae Adams played in both of those. All right. It, you, the, the missing piece. It's hard to get to a Super Bowl, man. No, 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 no. It shouldn't be this hard with Aaron Rodgers. It is hard. It shouldn't be this hard with Aaron Rodgers. Is, is Tom Brady that much better? I mean, Brady has a history of... Gaining an edge. Is Tom Brady that much better than Aaron Rodgers? I wouldn't take were the, Tom Were right the now. Bucks that much better than the Packers last year? On that Sunday, they were. On that Sunday. You're right. On that on Sunday. On that Sunday, they were. So that's why I can't put too much stock into these Packers. Because if, if you can be good all regular season, and then on any given Sunday in the playoffs, your star quarterback just doesn't start up enough for me. I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is, Scott, but it's just I can't. So you're, so you're taking the Bucks and the Cowboys series. What about in the AFC? <sighs> taking the Patriots and the Bills. Bills. The Bills. The Bills don't win close games ever. I say ever. This season. They've lost six games. Five of them, one possession games. Yeah. None of their wins was a one possession. They can't run a football, but neither not a single one of their wins was was by one possession. They were all blowouts. The difference between they'll probably blow out Carolina this week, and then they'll go to New England and disappoint again. They'll probably lose by like three the points. The difference I'm thinking with the Bills and the Chiefs: one, Patrick Mahomes, you know, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, stud. But I think that the Bills, like you said can score more points faster right now than the Chiefs' offense has. They're going to have to – they're, they're going to probably be the sixth or the seventh seed, if they, especially if they lose to New England. If, if they lose – yeah. No, I, I They'll probably be 10-7 because these other games left on their schedule, Jets, I, I don't – a couple of, couple of Rena wins. They're going to down, They're going to beat Carolina. Once they play the Patriots, they're going to lose by a field goal in heart-wrenching fashion. They'll be 10-7. and seven. They'll get into the playoffs as like a seventh seed, and if they're in a close contest, they're going to lose. Who would be number, the number two seed? It'll be the. It might be the Chiefs. 
Yeah, nah, see, and I'm, I'm taking Might the Might be the I'm Titans. Taking the, I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills for that. I wouldn't take sure the Bills the, over the, the Chiefs Titans. at Arrowhead, no. Oh, at Arrowhead? No. I don't know. I don't, you know, I, listen, I, know. I like the Bills. Like, I would want yeah, I them. Yeah, you do. I, it would be, they're, they, yeah. look, they've they been through heartache. Bills. They got good they fans. Look good. Just, but I can't sit here and objectively say, oh, that's a team I trust in the playoffs. No that's way. the two. That's my two top AFC no teams. Way. One is the Patriots. I told everybody about Mac and Cheese. I told everybody about Mac Jones. Everybody wanted to tell them, oh, well, hey, y'all ain't give that same smoke to Joe Burrow coming out. He was a good player in a good system with good players around him. He went to a good team with good players in a good system. Perfect fit, man. Hand the Mac ball off. Hand the ball off. Make good reads. Hand the ball off. Play All right, two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. I, I, I got. I'm kind of confused because your compadre there said he's not in on Green Bay because they can't win big games when they have to mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But he's in on the Cowboys, mm-hmm. who is the epitome of losing in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Let's get wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just you're just a homer. Don't say that you just want them to win. Don't say that because there's some there's something that, that you see there. They've done nothing this year, the Cowboys, to prove they could even win in the regular season. They won nine when games. they really have to. They won nine games. What do you mean? They won nine games. Who have they lost to? Lost to the Broncos. Lost to. I mean, if you want to go that, the Packers lost to the Saints. So what do you, what do you, what uh, you going about? I understand that. First, well, first game, first game of the season, I always throw out. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. Good. I bet. Yeah. I mean, Just throw that one out. Uh, well, well uh, we lost against the Bucks but, the first game of the season. We throw that out, too? Sure. No, no. Sure, yeah, I would throw it out. No, no, let the call. He said no. Scott, he messed it up. All you got to do is say they lost to Denver, Kansas City, and Vegas. (laughs) Scott, he said no. Our our first game doesn't count, but the Packers' first game, I mean, the Packers' first game doesn't count. That's okay. Especially when it's the opening game of the season, right? So, you know, it's, but I mean, mean, if you'd have said you're out on Green Bay and in on the Rams, I could at least see it. Okay, because they have so many. Listen, listen. Norm, you talk yourself until you talk yourself into a wall. No, Norm, your Homer heartstrings do pull you toward the Cowboys. Always have, always will. He walked himself into a wall, Scott. He said he could throw out the Packers' first loss against the the Saints, but the the Bucks win against the Cowboys doesn't matter. Let's get back to his original point. No, 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 no. Let him defend that first. Let him defend that first. The Bucks win doesn't matter for them. Oh, oh, hey, uh, mm, dang, I got you. There you go. Yeah, I got you. Just weren't listening. Yeah, that's what it was. You're talking about the Bucks, not the Cowboys. I got to tell you, I was sitting in the the stands three or four years ago when when Green Bay broke Dallas' heart in that playoff game. So, oh, that's the the, the bite. I I got it. Mm. So, wait, really, we just have two fans arguing right now. So, wait, 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 wait. You had paid? No, no. You had paid? I, I to, to be, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not all in on Green Bay right now myself either. Because all right, so we have one objective it, right? fan and one like Norm just no, living he just in, agreed a, in to an me. alternate he, reality. He literally agreed with me. He literally agreed with me. No, no, you literally, literally agreed with me. Oh yeah, about the I'd Packers. Yeah, he's he's not in on he's not in on the Packers. He's just not agree with you on the Cowboys. Yeah, that's cool. Well, but he agreed with me. He's not in on, on the Packers. All right, we we good. I'm more in on Tampa Bay and the Rams to tell you the truth. Okay, oh, okay. Hey man, I'm good a, stuff. I'm a half empty guy, right? Appreciate you. I, I appreciate half the call. Man. Don't throw that baby out with that bath water, man. All right, what is that reference from? 
Jay Z said it. I still don't understand it. That I think you don't throw the good out with the bad. I think that's what people have always told me. I just immediately think of water bursts, and now and then it gets really no, dark. Don't like, throw that you know, baby out with that bath water. Out of the bath water. Oh, with the bath. I yeah. think said out of the bath. Water. Oh no, no, this, no. That's messed up. No, no. Like, don't throw babies. the baby out with the bath water. I guess the bathwater dirty. I mean, Jay Z said it. I, I don't know. Jay Z said it. Cowboys, Cowboys in the playoffs in Norm's life. Hey man, I told y'all preseason Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year. We the healthiest team See, going into the playoffs. We will be the healthiest team going to playoffs. Oh, I've been telling you, Mike McCarthy's going to break your heart. He won a game without being there. He will break. That was that was a benefit. He won to a game Dallas. without being there. He didn't there. win it. ESPN Lafayette. Good morning. Welcome into the show. I don't understand. Oh, hold up, I, I, I take it a step farther. No, you don't. Know, you don't really now. You, you don't believe in Green Bay and stuff. I understand that you don't believe in them, okay? But what makes you believe in Buffalo? You don't believe in them. Buffalo been crumbling yeah, the last that's... month. So what you see in Buffalo that, yeah. that made Buffalo, like you know what I mean? What you seeing? What I see in Buffalo right now is Josh yeah. Allen. I think Josh. I think right now. For the last stretch of the season, I think Josh Allen about to put on. That's just I just feel like I'm looking at the their schedule. I he like about the what about to put on. Put on what a skirt? What are you gonna put on? So so you got so you got they play the they play the the Panthers. They're gonna I win mean, they three. Play. They're gonna win three of the four. They're gonna be ten and seven. They're gonna do exactly what I said they were gonna do. They're gonna crush Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets, and they're gonna lose a close game to the Patriots. And they're going to probably be a six or seven seed. And now, where we differ, they're not going to the Super Bowl. Where we differ, I think they beat the Patriots. Hope I'm wrong. But I, yeah, I hope I you're right. And I hope I'm wrong. Bay. But I, you know, I mean, I got enough can't evidence. Can't believe in Green Bay, but you believe in Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, wh- why, why are you guys trying to, to psychoanalyze Norm? Like, you're never going to do it. Y'all, every week people call in and they're like, Norm, I don't but understand see when I'm what right? you're saying. I'm but like, see, when I'm right, that's, that's by when life. I'm right, nobody won't call in like and be like, you know what, years. Norm? You're, you're crazy. But you were right. Why would anyone call you when you're just boasting on the air about how great you are to pat you on the back when you do it enough yourself? Because I need the love. No, yeah, I, that, I yes, need the there love. it is. See, it all comes from an insecure place. Love. See, Bruh. that's why he's constantly love. pounding his chest. I need the love. Y'all get the love. I don't gotta give myself the love. <laughs> well, I don't know about Buffalo, so I don't know. You better, uh, better get some things checked. You don't know Buffalo, about Buffalo, know just about like that. you ain't know about them Cowboys beating them Saints. So you, I don't know what you know. I don't know what you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what you know. They ain't gonna win nothing I don't either. know what you know. I, I don't know that. what you know. You you knew you knew Sean Payton was picking Taysom Hill to start at quarterback, and you knew that was wrong. So I don't know what y'all know. <laughs> All right, now you're going to keep the real wild. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what Norm's, y'all know. Norm's formula. You I don't know him. what y'all know. You, you, when you when you and get Norm, his analysis Norm, and you realize it doesn't work, just say Saints and taste some ill and let me get out of this. I don't know what y'all know. The Norm formula. The Normula. That's the Normula. He just R O N N I E. Ronnie. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. called you Ronnie for years. Real, real birth name, correct name, school name, growing up Ronald. name, R-O-N-A-L-D. Right. I called you Ronald one so time on the air. And... Ronnie, they called my dad Ronnie, so I'm Ronnie too long. Not Rodney. Not Rodney Dangerfield. Not Rodney Pete. Well, look Ronnie. here. Ronald. I've called him Ronald before. Right. I called him Ronald right, before. Norman. Bye. <laughs> I called him Ronald once on the air, and he was like, what would you say? <laughs> I'm a government. I was like, I'm just being proper today. And he laughed. Yeah, I was curious. I'm like, Rodney. I- I'll be honest. When y'all were saying earlier, Lynn made a bet with Rodney, I was just going along with you. I didn't you realize you were talking about Ronnie. Yes, You're like, you know Rodney that calls in? I'm like, sure. 
<laughs> but y'all are... I blame Lynn. Uh, uh, matter of fact, I'm about to tweet him. Where's the breakfast? Oh, he's not coming. He's not coming. He's not coming. Saturday, New Orleans Bowl. Ragey Cajuns versus the Thundering Herd. Talked to Coach Michael Desimo last night. You'll hear some audio from him about signing day, among other things. Louisiana preparing for Marshall. We know of a few players that are not going to play. We'll get an official depth chart later today. We already know of a few that aren't playing. We'll give you the details on that when we come back after this. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. The Legion Cajuns, the thundering herd. 10-5, touchdown, Louisiana. Live from Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. Touchdown, Louisiana, 99 yards. It's the New Orleans Bowl. Louisiana wins the Sun Belt. Join us Saturday. Our coverage begins at 6 on your home for Louisiana football. On ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Sports talk that's so legit, it smells like beer and chicken wings. I mean, can't you smell it? I'm smelling barbecue, too. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. You, my friend. I'm glad I did this test on you, the friendship test. What? You got the best seat in the house. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, Norman Locke. It has been a uh, action-packed two hours. If you missed any of the show this morning, we'll have it up for you at the Great Scott Show podcast page. Subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can go listen to it right off of the website and app as well. If you've been listening to the ESPN Lafayette app, you've been listening to the stream. That is brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. Louisiana taking on Marshall this Saturday night at the RNL Carriers New Orleans Dome. I'll be there. Busy, busy week, to say the least. Early signing day yesterday. New Orleans Bowl Saturday. We know that Chris Smith will not play. Uh, he's dealing with an injury. He's not going to need surgery, but it's going to take some rehab rest. Talon Humphrey, big sauce is uh, not with the team. He was playing through an injury all season and had to get an operation on it. And um, and that's that's what he did right when the season ended. So his collegiate career is over. And uh, part of that, I think, is, you know, getting the surgery now and, and dealing with it, getting ready. For, I mean, look, Talon's got NFL scouts that have looked at him. He's got a potential future in the NFL. Um and Coach Desimo was asked last night, you know, is there part of it that's like, you know, you're upset about him not being with the team? You know, you guys talk about loyalty. He's like, I'm not upset at all. Like, we, the guy's got a great opportunity, and he played his tail off all season for his hurt. He's like, I don't think people understand, like, how much injury and pain he was going through to stay on the field to help us win a conference championship. Um, and so, yeah, he, 
he went and got a, you know, he's, he said he, he didn't want to like give away all the details correct, because it correct. wasn't like his business, but basically you, you got the jits that he had to get some kind of operation. I'm guessing a surgery and yeah, he's preparing for the NFL draft. And, uh, coach Des was just very appreciative to what Taylor did. Now guys, a beast. They're going to miss Taylor Humphrey. They're going to miss Chris Smith. I have heard that another potential key player might be out as well with an injury. Again, we'll get the depth chart later today. Signing day yesterday as well. One third of the roster right now is recruited by Michael Desmo, who's now the head coach. Now, my guess is when recruits got word that Billy Napier was leaving, they probably had some questions. I asked Coach Des about that yesterday. Here's what he had to say. Coach, did the, did the recruits ask any questions uh, once they knew that you were now the head coach and Billy was gone? What was your message to them about just maintaining commitment and, and signing with you well? Well, you know, of course they had questions, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It, which, I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be concerned a little bit if they don't. Um, you know, most of the questions were coached, like, how, how much are we looking to change here? You know, you know, you know, these guys committed for a reason, right? You know, I mean, they like what we do on offense. They like what we do on defense. Um, and they like the people that are here, you know. And I told them, I said, listen, our commitment is to continue to improve upon the things that we've done in the systems that we have in place. I said, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Even if, even though I'm calling the plays next year, we'll, we'll call them a little bit different. Then that's, that's just, I mean, that's the nature of it, right? Two different people. Same thing on defense. So, you know, that was really their questions. And then, you know, once our coaches got on the road and got to go see them and spend time with them and they saw that we were committed to keeping all these coaches here and, and we are keeping as many of these guys on this staff as we possibly can because, you know, you don't do what we did without great players, obviously, and great coaches. And, I mean, you know, we've got some of the best over here. So for these kids, I think to hear that that was our commitment was to continuing um, – you know, the thing I kept saying was, you know, continuing the mission, right? Like, you know, we've, we've started something really special, but there's always room for growth and improvement. And, uh, and that the improvement comes with trying to do the things that we do better, trying to master that a little bit more. And, you know, when you build off of those things, so they were, you know, these kids, I mean, I, I got to tell you, you know, and I told our staff, you got to put yourself in their shoes now, you know, when we get on the road, they're going to have questions. They're going to be some of them may be upset, you know, I said, and you got to understand that, you know, these kids are making a decision. That's a, that's a lifetime decision. And, you know, we have to be willing to answer hard questions. We got to be willing to talk them through it. I said, but, you know, I mean, we, we've got to be an open book, so to speak, where we've got to answer some hard questions and, and things that they have. And the kids, the kids were awesome. Their families were great too. Good response. I think an objective, real, realistic look at it. You know, what I appreciated about that answer was you could say there was coach speaking there about the the positive things he was saying. I didn't really take it as coach speak. If coach speak would have been like, well, yeah, they ask questions, but we're committed to them. They're committed to us. You know, we're, it's about committing. And it's about signing. Like, look, we're going to talk to their families. They're going to do what's best for their future. So we want what's best for them, too. I, I, liked, I liked that response yesterday. No, I did. Um, for folks that want to check out the signing class for UL, or LSU's yesterday, which included three um, local kids and Jordan Allen, LaTerrence Welch, and, and Walker Howard. That is all up for you over at ESPNLafayette.com. All right, Norm, don't make me regret this. You get the final word today on The Great Scott Show. All I got to say for all the haters out there, let's go Cowboys.
all I got to say, man. That's all I got to end it out. And go Cajuns. Go Cajuns. I'll be out there. I'll be out there. Be out there. I'll be out there. Lock L O C K E underscore norm in the warrior. Yeah, Tomorrow morning, Gus Kattengill will join me. Gerald Broussard will join me. Talk a little about the Nola Bowl matchup against Marshall. Might have another guest or two lined up to kick off the weekend the right way. And in the bowl weekend, the great Scott show. Up next, it's the Dan Patrick show. Norm, thank you. That was fun. Appreciate you. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.